Everybody, welcome to the sports sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson, and joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Jordan, speak into the microphone. Fucking Jordan does not understand microphones. Yeah, it's really tough. I would think after all of these episodes, he'd know how to speak into the microphone. I felt like he turned his head. Yeah, he he turned his head. Yeah, yeah you can you sort of faintly hear what he's saying, but he just keeps. You know what his we head. should do. Let's give him the silent treatment. Oh, yeah. You Until he yeah. learns how to speak into the microphone. We're going to do the rest of this podcast just like Jordan's yeah. not even here. Jordan, if you speak into the microphone, we'll acknowledge you again. But until then, we're going to treat you like yeah, you're not even here. We're just going to completely ignore you. That's fine. This is how he learns. Right. This is the only way I'm glad way we're finally teaching him his lesson. Yeah. It's about time. T- a little tough love. A little tough sports, love sports, on sports, Jordan. Sports yeah. So what do we have on the podcast this week, uh, Joel? Well, we're a sports comedy podcast. Oh, we didn't set the table. <laughs> we got to set the table. Ooh, I started eating without yeah. setting the table. I was eating you were, uh, soup you were with using my hands. Your fingernails to get chunks of wood out oh, of the table. Yeah. Phil. This is no, gross. no. Yep. <laughs> yep. Got to set the table first <laughs> for sports comedy table. podcast. Yep. Uh, uh, Phil knows nothing about sports. Very little. Uh, Jordan and I know a fair bit about sports. Right. Uh, All but, comedians living in Los Angeles. Yeah. And we, yeah. we... By way of Michigan? Yes, by way of Michigan. Yeah. And then we, we do interviews with uh, with all sorts of important sports Interesting people, yeah, Interesting who really have people. their finger on the pulse of sports. Yeah, so case in point, uh, this week we have uh, Luke Walton on the show. Yes, uh, uh, Luke now, Walton. Now former coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Uh, he uh, so there was there was a big hullabaloo. I don't know if you saw this. I don't see hullabaloo. Right, uh, Magic Johnson just up and quit like out of nowhere. He huh. was the president of basketball operations, and he said, "And I quote, uh, it's more fun to not be in charge." He's sure, like, I, I want to be. I want to be the big brother guy. You know what? Uh, S- story of everybody's life who's in charge. Yeah. it's more fun to not be in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, and a lot of people speculated that part of the reason was that he didn't want to fire Luke Walton. <laughs> really? Well, like he knew that Luke Walton had to be fired. Sure, and he didn't want to be the one to do it. Oh, and so he was, he was just, just like, like, I quit. I, yeah, I'm gonna tap out. I'd rather quit than have an awkward conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Huh? That feels like a Seinfeld episode. It it does kind of. Yeah. Uh, but so we have uh, Luke Walton's coming on uh, mm. to clear the air uh, because he was officially let go. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna let us know you know what's going on in Lakers land and how how the whole process played out. Sure. Yeah. Well, good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and then we will we will also do we have a segment called News News News. Yes, we do where we uh, go over yep. some of the news. Yep, and then uh, and jab then about it. I'm pretty sure that is the entirety of the show. We no, you're also those. you're probably going to do an update watch uh, update, right? Uh, are we? Maybe not. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Well, let's 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 go. We also have a wide world of weird sports, Joel. That bit is not getting funnier. We have Wide World Sports, America's favorite segment. We have it yeah. every week. People clamor for it. They're, they see me on the street and they go, Phil, Phil from Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. Just, What's your Wide World Sport this week? And I'm like, I can't tell you. With Jordan unable to speak into the microphone yeah. due to his own incompetence, right? I wasn't sure that we were going to do it this week. Yeah, he was still, ta- he was actually talking through that whole thing. He just yeah. wasn't doing it in the microphone. Phil, Phil. Calm down, yeah. man. All right, I don't, I don't come into this podcast with all sorts of preformed notions about what it's got to be like. All right, I, I try to go with the flow. Okay, if we're gonna do a wide world weird sports this week, 
Every week. <laughs> Every week. You got to Sure. Maybe that winds up being the case. I'm just not coming in with preconceived notions is all I'm Wait, saying. Wait, do you have a disease where you don't understand <laughs> pattern recognition? <laughs> we're just like, follow the pattern. One, two, three, and then you're like, 20, hey, purple. Hey, hey. Could be anything. Lots of different patterns, Phil. Joel, Again, I don't want to... Not lots of different patterns. Could be. It could be one, two, three, five. I guess that's true if you're what, looking at what, prime numbers. Well, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's that's prime numbers. No, well. you're right. See, I got that right away because I'm a patterns guy, <laughs> which is why we do have another wide world weird sports. Yes. Uh, but before we do, Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put, Put your man boobs in a Manziel today and. Unbranded batteries, they're big and purple and, no, and green and yellow and all these colors because they're unbranded batteries. Uh, yeah, so I don't like the unbranded battery drop with two people. It just doesn't <laughs> yeah, work. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not the same. Yeah. The other ones, though. Other ones this. spot yeah. on. Johnny Manziel changes his name. Whoa. Whoa. Is right. Whoa. But I kind of like Menziel. Yeah. yeah. Subheadline, say hello to Jonathan Menzelius III Esquire. Whoa, like Bill S. Preston Esquire. No, I I did make that name up. But Johnny Menzel is making his life more simple, at least when it comes to his name. He's announced that he's going by John now. Oh, he's no longer Johnny. It's uh, it's like when Britney Spears came out the other end of the head yeah. shaving incident. And she's like, I am now an adult. It's been a veritable ocean of personal growth. Right. For one, John football. John, that sounds like <laughs> like he committed a football crime and they don't want to release his real name. Just like it's John football. Yeah. <laughs> the, the unidentified assailant... <laughs> Was wearing a football helmet, so we have decided to be a little bit more specific and call him John Football. Right. Instead of John John. That is true, though, with, like, Johnny has a lot of vibes of this is an immature person. Right. And when you hear John, you're like, he's someone's dad. You think, hey, take off that beanie, put down your slingshot. Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh, come on, guys, let's play some football. Yeah. I'm Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Why don't you put that cocaine down? Oh, but I like to put it in my nose. <laughs> hey, and we need you to come back from Las Vegas to get to that team meeting. But there's hookers in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, shucks. Exactly. I'm a menace. No more John football. Hello, I'm John football. I grew up overnight. <laughs> I'm not going to get booted out of Canada. Say, John, we need you to show up at 6 a.m. for some extra film study. Is that going to be okay? No problem. That's right after I'll do my NASDAQ. <laughs> yes, that's what they say. Right. Do their NASDAQ. Well, he he's he changed his name. He doesn't quite understand yeah. it all the way yet. <laughs> yeah, he's, still- <laughs> he's still a parody of an adult. But- yeah. Doesn't doesn't just happen overnight. Sure. Uh, here's hoping you're wrong. But uh, appearing in the Dan Patrick Show on Monday, the former Cleveland Browns quarterback said, I have a little update for you. I actually go by John these days. Wow. So I'm kind of just turning over the page, moving forward a little bit. I would have liked it better if he went on the show and he's like, actually, I plan to become less mature and I want you to call me Baby Johnny from now on. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but uh, asked if he if this means that he's growing up. Getting there. 
I guess. Whoa, that's a very yeah. adult answer. Yeah. Because if he says, yes, I've grown up, then yeah. it's like, that's an immature thing. here's the thing. Johnny goes to rehab. Everyone's just like... I love that children's book. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, in some families, that's an important book. Oh, sure. Very sure. important book. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't Uncle Years Johnny here anymore? Could well, have been avoided. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... But no, uh, like, you know, he, he went to rehab, and I think we're all like, when is he finally going to get his life on track? Right. You know, pled guilty to crimes, did all of this stuff. We're like, beating around the bush. Sure. <laughs> when is he going to make a meaningful, important change that's actually going to, to do something about his life? Yeah. Here you have You it. know what? I think yeah. this one's going to stick. This John one's going to stick. football is the one. Yeah. Do you think that also the NFL is more apt to hire a John football than a Johnny football? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny football sweep the leg. John football's produced the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Bingo. Johnny Manziel update watch update brought to you by Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And unbranded batteries. Is that a Duracell battery? It kind of looks like a Duracell battery. Unbranded yeah, batteries. Unbranded. Oh, I'm sorry, man. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Now 0 for 53, O's Davis is trusting the process. O's Davis. Is that a name of some sort? Yeah. Subheadline, Chris Davis not having a good time playing baseball right now. So he's lost 53 in a row. (laughs) No. Oh, he's he's hitless in his last fifty three at bats. Oh, I see. O's Davis is yeah. a batter. Yeah, O's is short for Orioles. That makes more sense. I'm like, are you mispronouncing? Yeah, like Oz? that's what Jordan's screaming at you, but not he's into not the, the microphone, mic. Jordan. Uh, into the microphone, fucking idiot. Uh, so Chris Davis now has the record. For the most uh, hitless at-bats in a row. Wow. For a position player. 53. I guess pitchers have done more. Yeah. Uh, 54. 54. This article last night, he, he didn't get a hit. He again. whiffed another one. He, he yeah, whiffed another one. Why do they keep putting him up to bat? It seems like at this point you'd just be like, you know what? Funny you're out. you Sit should down. say that, yeah. Phil. Well, uh, Chris Davis, currently on a seven-year, $161 million contract. Whoa. Three more years of that contract that he's Why? For. Why would they give someone that big of a contract they can't fucking hit a ball? <laughs> well, because he used to be able to hit a ball. Huh. Uh, in 2013, he drove in 138 RBI and hit 53 home runs. You know, Joel, I've heard you say this a couple times, but does this mean he has the yips? Uh, no, a little different. Okay. Yips, I mean, it's, it's genuinely really hard to hit. Uh, I don't know. I've hit an 80 mile an hour fastball, so <laughs> that's that's definitely not true. No, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in the batting cage and said 80 miles an hour. So. Yeah. Except except that it clearly we're going to do a live stream. Everybody <laughs> has to follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash/sports-number-three-podcast. Yep. One of these weekends, we're all going to go to the batting cages. I'm going to show you. I'm going to go to the 80 mile an hour thing. And we'll have one of those guns, and I'm going to hit an 80 mile an hour fastball. In the event that you actually see what an 80 mile an hour fastball looks like, I can't wait to capture the look in your face. <laughs> As no. your eyes go like saucers, and you're like, oh my god. It was god. very fast. I started swinging before the ball even came out of the machine, but I was pretty regularly hitting an 80-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball. So. That's, see, again, that tells me that, no, it definitely wasn't 80. No, I was. it was 80. Either way, Phil, yeah. at the moment, you have just as many hits this year 
as Chris Davis. Well, where's my contract? <laughs> yeah, you're, where's my money? Seven-year, $161 million deal. I could use it. Uh, but okay, so here's here's the breakdown. Uh, Chris Davis, uh, the streak. So you know, normally, spring, Phil, right? Yeah. Start of a new season. The spring has sprung. Opening day rolls around. You know, for years and years, the Cubs and Red Sox and fans would say, maybe this year, you know, because it's a rebirth. You know, whatever happened last year, you can try again, right? Yeah, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Exactly. O- Oz Davis will hit a ball. Yeah, but again, it's not as... Not as I know, but now it's his new nickname <laughs> in my brain. Yeah, but uh, but not the case for Oz Davis. Right. Because this streak actually goes back to September 14th of last year. Oof. So he basically finished the end of last year in an 0-for-20 something bent, yeah. and he's 0-for-34 to start this year. Seems like in the in-between times... Could have, could have gone to the batting cages, start to hit some 80 miles an hour fastballs, just yeah. like me, you know? Uh, that, well, if, if if Chris Davis goes to the batting cages, I imagine it's faster than 80 I've got a question. Yeah. Does he ever – so has he walked or has he struck out all these? he's walked a few times in there. He actually okay. he scored – he walked and scored a run. Wow. There you go. So ago. he's he's not yeah. a complete so, mess up. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. The, yeah. the, the slugging first baseman that you have there, he's he's there to hit, though. Right. He's not at a very important defensive position. Sure. Uh, you know, and while a walk and a run is good, yeah. you need many more of them sandwiched in around actual hits. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. But so uh so uh, he broke the record on Tuesday mm-hmm. uh when he uh he went uh I think it was 0 for three that day. Okay. Coming into the day, uh he was tied. With Eugenio Velez. Eugenio. Eugenio, you are correct. Yep. I should know that. You were thinking Eugene. Yeah, I was thinking Eugene. It's not. Eugenio uh, Velez, uh, who had 46 Mm-hmm. Uh, 46 hitless at bats over sandwiched over the 2010-20. How are these season. people getting paid to play baseball? <laughs> it, That's so many it's, hitless it's, at it's, bats. It's really hard, and once you start to lose it, like you know, uh, it's it's fractions. Yeah, but of what a is second, the though. average batter is what like hits a quarter of them? Uh, yeah, approximately. You get uh, the average on base percentage. I think is about like three thirty or three forty. So roughly a third of the time you don't fail. Right. And these people are failing that many like that's come on, man. Yeah, come but on. I mean, statistically speaking, it's not as out there. It feels pretty I mean, they're getting paid to, they're me, supposed to be the best of the best. Uh but well here's the thing. Uh 2010, 2011, 46 for Eugenio uh Velez. Craig Council, who I believe is the same Craig Council is now the manager of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Later in twenty eleven went forty five straight at bats without a hit. Take away a salary, right? Take it away. Like if I if I went to work for forty five straight days and didn't close a single deal, I'd be fired. Wait, really? I would be fired. Yeah, I, I didn't know you were on like a day to day basis like that. Forty five days of not closing a deal and work. I guess, I guess parlance, if, if that's I did, like two months of goofing around. If I didn't write an article for forty five days, I would definitely. Yeah, be fired. totally. Right. <laughs> I don't think I'd get to day five. Yeah. if I didn't write any article. A hundred percent. Yeah. So they're not writing articles. So fire them. Right, but it's more like it's more like I show up and I write articles, but they're bad. Right, but if a quarter of them are probably pretty good, right? <laughs> so, 
If all of them were bad for 45 I'm not straight articles, you'd be fired. talking about how I do it now. I'm talking about a hypothetical in which I'm the Chris Davis of writing. No, articles. I assume that a quarter of them are probably good. That's about right, yeah, right? Okay. I mean, I feel like a quarter of all blogs I read are good. Yeah, yeah roughly. I think I'm okay at this point. Okay. But uh, that's neither here nor You're there. You're very proud of your work. Uh, Craig Council also tied, by the way, three-way tie for the 45 hitless at-bats mm. uh, between him and Dave Campbell, who did it in 1973, and wow, that, that far back, huh? Yeah, you're probably going to remember is uh, Bill Bergen went 45 at-bats, hitless, uh, in 1909. No, I do not know that You don't name. remember the Ought 9 campaign of futility by Bill Bergen? Well, at that time, I was like a teenager. There was a lot going on. <laughs> okay. I, I was having yeah, a lot of changes enough, in the body. Yeah, the, the early days of the sports outsider. But on and, and Tuesday, uh, I believe he went 0 for, 0 for 3. Uh, which put him at 49, 0 for 49. I've got a question about the 1909 guy. Yeah. Do you think that back then his coach hit him because he didn't get those hits? Because like back then, probably, I would think yeah. that there was probably like, he probably got punched in the face it, by at least a teammate. 1909 was not a great time to be a baseball player. Right. I imagine back then it was like, it wasn't not okay to punch someone in the face. You yeah. uh, you weren't allowed to do like free agency. It was like, right. so your owner would sort of be like, I'm paying you this much this That's year. That's true. They and had to take got, a train to away games. You had to take the train Crazy. to away games. They really couldn't drive a car to away games. No, you can't afford a Model T. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, so on Tuesday, uh, Chris Davis finished uh, 0 for 49, uh, better known as the reverse Rocky Marciano. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. And has continued with his futility since then. That's sad. Poor guy. Poor feller. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, though? Uh, but, you know, after the game, uh, Chris Davis had this to say. Uh, I feel like I'm seeing the ball a lot better. I mean, I lined out again, drew a walk a little bit later, just continue to work. For me, I can't focus on the result as much as I want to. Seems like you could focus on the result. I don't hear an apology bit, anywhere in here still. <laughs> as I'm much, waiting for it. As much as I want to see some type of return for all the work I'm putting in, i got to stay focused on the process. Ugh. Yeah, it's... Uh, that is one thing, though, that, that Chris, you know, at a certain point... You do want to hit the reset button on the process, too. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is the problem with that, right? Is right. that uh, you can't say, well, I'm getting closer when you're a pro baseball player. Yeah, well, hey. In you're fairness, supposed to be there. There's a certain amount of luck here. Like, you do definitely, as a pro baseball player, have to learn a consistency of approach. Because yeah. sometimes you're going to do everything right, and it's still going to be an out. And sometimes you're going to do everything wrong, and it's still going to be a hit. Right. So you can't be too reactive to what happened recently. Yeah. But I would say that once you've gone more than 50 at-bats in a row, maybe time to start questioning the process. Yeah, go play hockey. All right, joining us now on the podcast, we have Jordan into the microphone. If you want to ask Luke Walton a question, you got to do it into the microphone. I am so sorry. Luke Walton, uh, former former player, former coach of the Lakers, uh, here in the podcast with us. Please uh, ignore, please ignore George. Okay, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, uh, that's thank great. You. Uh, because I mean, you're here for one of the the biggest reasons that we we do what we do, which is to give people like yourself a chance to clear the air. Uh, yes. Uh, thank you for uh letting me come on and uh clear the air. Yeah. So. Uh, as you uh, may well know, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers organization and I have mutually agreed 
uh, well, to I mean, part ways. I, I know that's what they say publicly, but I think we're all probably aware of the fact that uh, that it was not entirely mutual. Uh, you probably want some details then. Uh, yeah, uh, no, we'd absolutely love it. Yeah. That's probably best to clear the air. So, um, so it started with uh, my boss uh, gave me a call and said, uh, hey, can we mutually agree that you have to come up to my office right now? <laughs> okay. And I said, you know what? I'll give you a mutual agreement <laughs> that I will come up to your office at the moment. I mean, I was in the middle of some very important work. Okay. I did not want to go up to his office, but uh, but I mutually agreed <laughs> to go up to his office. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Didn't want to. <laughs> Absolutely did not want to. One I was in the middle of a lunch a and a agreement. spreadsheet. Yeah. Lunch no, but we mutually agreed because okay. I said okay. <laughs> didn't want to, but I said okay. okay. All yep. right. So uh, 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 showed up in the, my <laughs> boss's office and uh. Uh, he said, uh, sit on the floor. <laughs> okay. And I, uh, you'd think he would have had a chair. Or something. There were, there were chairs. <laughs> there were chairs. So he insisted that you sit in the floor. Yeah. And, like uh, at first I was like, tall, at, first, long legs. Right? Yeah. at first I said, uh, uh, I'll, I can just sit in this chair. And, uh, he said, no animals sit on the floor. You sit on the floor. <laughs> Okay. And I said, how about the sofa? I'll just uh, sit on the sofa. Okay. And uh, he said, sit your uh, ass <laughs> uh, on the floor. Okay. And then I said, okay, I mutually agree. <laughs> uh, mutually agree that I'm going to sit on the floor. Oh, wow. Okay. It well, was mutual. Yeah. Well, uh, it was an, uh, an agreement. Yeah. I mean, agreeable is the one thing I'm taking away from this. Yep. You you were surprisingly civil after he said that animals sit in the floor and then you suggested the couch. The, uh, uh, part of being a, <laughs> a good coach is finding uh, mutual agreement. Yeah. Like. And when you say your boss, I know since my Magic Johnson quit, we're, we're uh, talking about. LeBron James, correct? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was in LeBron James' office. Okay, yeah. Uh, he uh, he has the biggest uh, office in the uh, Lakers organization. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no one no one's surprised by that. Right. Yeah. And uh, LeBron James and I have a long history uh, of mutual agreements. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, like, after uh, some games last season... Uh, we mutually agreed many times that I was an idiot. <laughs> that was a mutual. Yeah, uh, yeah, he would come up to me and say, you, Luke Walton, uh, are an idiot. Okay. And at first, I uh, didn't agree. <laughs> but yep. after uh, some mutual discussion... <laughs> He, we mutually agreed that, yeah, yep. uh, yeah uh, yes, in fact, I am an idiot. Mutual agreement, kind of redundant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it mutually, <laughs> because it's mutual. Yep. Uh, so then LeBron James in his office. Yeah, he, yeah, we're, we're in uh, LeBron James' uh, office. He said, you're the, wor- you're the worst coach ever. Oh, wow. 
Uh, he's, he's played for a lot of them. Played, so he yeah, know. He has. Yeah. Uh, and he knows what he's talking about. Uh, so I said, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. And then uh, LeBron James walked around his desk and then uh, grabbed the back of my underwear as I was sitting on the ground and <laughs> gave me a wedgie. <laughs> uh, and then he said, mutually agree. <laughs> uh, and I said, uh, no. This phrase mutual Ouch. mutual agreement. Uh, uh, is this one that you came up with or... Uh, uh, is this uh, is this how LeBron James has described things? I mutually agreed uh, <laughs> that that's uh, the right word <laughs> to use. Okay. But I said, no, no, uh, this is not mutual. Uh, uh, mutual. <laughs> the wedgie. The wedgie. Not a and, lot of mutual wedgies. Right. And you said, uh, mutually agree. You, you suck. Uh, I uh, said no. I don't mutually agree. All right. Stand it up for yourself, Luke. And he said, come on, baby. You stupid <laughs> idiot. You're the bad, you're bad coach. You're worst coach. Say it. Yeah. Mutually agree. And I, by this point, I was crying <laughs> yeah and i said bye <laughs> uh, i mutually agree okay uh that i'm the worst coach ever uh and he said well we fire worst coaches ever do you mutually agree and through my tears i said yes <laughs> i mutually agree okay. and that's why you'll re- read in all the articles that I and the Lakers organization uh, have mutually agreed to part ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks for coming on to clear the air. You know, we appreciate uh, all of you're the welcome. the important details you just. Gave also, my dad has mutually agreed to disown me. Oh, uh, wow! That's because he was a great coach. Yeah. Uh, well, a better player than coach, but right. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, I mean, did that? Is that? It was mutual. Was it? It yeah. sounds pretty uh, painful. No, it, it was mutually. Just the fact that you're still calling him your dad would indicate to me that it's not entirely mutual. That's biology. <laughs> well, fair enough. But you know, if he disowned uh, you, that's that's kind of a way of saying. You're rejecting biology. Uh, it's been great being on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. I'm mutually for... agreeing that I'm leaving the podcast now. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, I I completely mutually agree with you. And hey, Luke, if you if you ever need to mutually agree to like get a beer and just talk with someone for a while, uh, the that would be really nice. Yeah. They, I, I I mutually agree to that. Could I take this knife? Uh, actually, you probably shouldn't. I'm going to go ahead and uh, grab that. All right. We'll back. mutually yeah. agree but that we'll I don't want it. We'll mutually agree that you, you aren't taking that. Yeah, absolutely. But. Okay. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's my weird sports. Everyone loves my weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, Gilly Danda. Uh, Gilly, Gilly did what now? Gilly Danda. <laughs> Gilly, Gilly died? 
Gilly Danda. Okay, what's what's Gilly Danda? Gilly Danda is an amateur sport originating from the Indian subcontinent, played in the rural areas and small towns all over South Asia, as well as Cambodia, Turkey, South Africa, Italy, and some Caribbean countries like Cuba. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a pretty widespread. I wonder how it got to Cuba. Oh, probably... Yeah, we don't. Let's not get into that. Yeah. The game is played with two sticks, one large stick called a danda or dandi in Nepali, mm-hmm. uh, which is used to hit the smaller one, the gilly. <laughs> gilly small, danda big. Yeah, you know, gilly danda is an ancient sport of the Indian subcontinent, possibly with origins over twenty five hundred years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, right. That's pretty. That cool. means it was probably a expert gali danda player. Uh, that still had not mastered human language, or that they they yeah. through the sport was how they communicated. I believe know? that means it's roughly as old as Buddhism. There we go. Maybe that's what yeah. Buddha was up to. That's what he gillied and donded in his <laughs> yeah, free time. Yeah, people are always talking about Buddhism and not about the rise of Gilly Donda. Right. Let's talk about the rules, though. Gilly Donda is played with two pieces of equipment: a donda, long wooden stick, a gilly, an oval shaped piece of wood uh it's played with four or more players of even numbers it can even be played with up to 100 players oh wow yeah that would be pretty as long intense. as they're even it sounds like yeah yeah well you know standing in a small circle the player balances the gilly on a stone in an inclined manner somewhat like a seesaw okay you picture it so far yep okay so with one end of the ghillie touching the ground while the other end is in the air. Then the player uses the danda to hit the ghillie at the raised end, which flips it in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Good explanation, Phil. I yeah. can totally imagine how While that I'm reading look. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The player then uses the danda to hit the ghillie at the raised end, flips it in the air. While it's in the air, the player strikes the ghillie, hitting it as far as possible. Oh, so this is like a, you pop it up and then you crack it. Right. It's kind of like uh, the these those that Tiger Woods commercial where he's bouncing the golf ball on oh the side God, of his iron and then in the air ridiculous. hit the ball. Yeah. So wait, he was playing a little game of golf gilly danda. Yeah. Yep. Uh, having struck the gilly, the player is required to run and touch a pre-agreed point outside of the circle before the gillies retrieved by an opponent. Ooh. Yeah, there's no specific dimensions of Gilly Dondas. It does not have a limited number of players. Right? Okay. So it's kind of like T ball. A little bit. I, I don't Hit the think ball, gotta run to the bases. Like t- Did you ever Before play T ball? Yeah, but there's no bases. They said nothing about bases. Well, they kind of were predestined places. It sounds like, you, like you, you flip the stick up, you hit the stick. And then everybody has to run out of the circle of the field right. play. And then they rush back in, and whoever gets the ghillie first wins the point or whatever it is. If they get the ghillie, yeah. But it's been ex- this game has been explained as a precursor to baseball. So I'm trying okay, to connect, well, connect the dots there. Yeah, Hitting I mean, something out of the air with a stick. Somebody pre- has to run to a thing to after they hit it. There's a game called Rounders in England. Oh, There's rounders sort of, like the uh, the poker movie with yes. John Melkovich. Do you have my money? Great movie. That Do one you totally have my money. Right? It's the most ridiculous Melkovich accent he's ever and, done, which is saying something. And, and yet, it's my favorite. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's he went big. Okay, so the ghillie becomes airborne after it's struck. If a fielder from the opposing team catches the ghillie, the striker is out. Okay. If the ghillie lands on the ground, the fielder closest to the ghillie has one chance to hit 
the danda, which has been placed on top of the circle uh, with a throw similar to a run out in cricket. <laughs> oh, a run out. Right. In cricket. So the danda is placed in the the circle. CR was and a they can hit the cricket. We did a two two episode three episodes three. Yeah, I think yeah. three episodes. So. All right. And I remember the run out, you know. Which one's the run out? The run out is when you uh, get the ball back into the play area and uh, get okay. someone out. Yeah. So it's it's like so so the opposition has to grab the Donda? Yeah. Which was just used to hit the ghillie. No. And then they gotta throw the Donda at the ghillie? So they gotta get the the uh, they have to get the ghillie to the Donda, which is now in the spit in the circle. Uh okay. Yeah. Okay, so Guys in the circle, whacks the ghillie, whacks it again, Yep. takes off running somewhere, Yep. leaves the Donda behind. Yes. They got to go get the ghillie. Bring it to the Donda. Bring it to the Donda. Yep. Exact. Now you've got it. The fielder is successful. The striker is out. If not, the striker scores one point and gets another opportunity to strike. Ooh. Yep. The team or individual with the most points wins the game. If the striker fails to hit the ghillie in three tries, the striker is out. Hmm. If the ghillie has been struck, the opposing players need to return to the circle or, in the best case, catch it midair without it hitting the ground. Does that happen much that they miss the... If it's a stick, you just popped up in the air yourself. It well, it's tricky. Like... You got to, like, hit it so it pops up and then hit yeah. it again. Like, it's... I think that's still pretty tricky. Yeah, Tricky-ish. I mean, I'm it's... sure I wouldn't do that good at you it. You might but be imagining like if... the ghillie and the dondas being bigger than you would think. The oh. dondas pretty small. The ghillie's pretty small. Oh, okay. These are not right. large things. All right. Yeah. I was imagining like a cricket bat for the Donda. No, it's like a proper stick, like a stick you'd go grab from a tree. Oh, well, those could be pretty big too. Yeah, but this one's not. <laughs> this is a smaller one. It's small enough that it's got some heft to it where you can actually swing it all the way around and hit Yes, the, but this the one's not. Right. Yes, but not this one. Uh, so, uh, in the best case, the opposing team would catch it midair without hitting a ground. And this was, uh, evolved to being a catch out in cricket or baseball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's the game. <laughs> that's how the game's played. That's the, uh, the name. Sticks. Uh, Gilly Donda's, uh, derived from the word gotcha, which literally means tip cat. <laughs> tip, tip cat. Tip cat. <laughs> Like, hey, let's go play some Tip Cat, Daddy-O. Hanging uh-huh. <laughs> out with some Tip Cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That brings us to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, look out, all you Tip Cats. We're going to play some Tip Cat with the Tip Cat. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports sports podcast. But before we go, uh, we're going to have uh, Luke Walton back on to give us some of the contact information. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks, uh, yeah, for having me back. Uh, let's mutually agree that I'm going to give the contact information. Yep, that's we talked about this before. Uh, we definitely mutually agreed. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook com slash sports number three podcast that's facebook dot com slash sports the number three podcast while you're there let's mutually agree uh, to not get in any fights in the comment thread yeah i mean i would hope that's the case but it's hard these days it's mutual yeah uh, you can find us on Twitter by going to uh, twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's mm-hmm. twitter.com uh, slash uh, sports number three podcast. Uh, 
uh, let's mutually agree that you'll go follow it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Or you can find all of our back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. Uh, that's anchor.fm uh, slash sports number three podcast. Listen to all, all of the back episodes and mutually agree that you're not going to listen to any other uh, podcast ever. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'm okay with that. Okay. People uh, can listen to other podcasts. Uh, okay, we wrong. mutually agree that that I was wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Luke. Uh, uh. Hey, guys. Joel. You know, for all the criticism I get, I'd like to point out I've never gone an entire episode not speaking into the microphone. Shame. Bye, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>